You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Interdependence is something that when you utilize it as a base for how you operate in this world, and it's a choice, not, oh, I have to deal with you because you're family, or oh, I have to deal with you because we live in the same neighborhood or we work in the same building. When you choose it, there is something magical that can happen because now you are actively making a decision to interact with one another in a way that benefits the collective whole. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it's amazing to see you here where you are challenged to reconsider your normal and consider realities you may be unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here to get the dialogue going. Hey, (laughs) y'all. I haven't been soloing a little bit here, and so... I had an amazing connection call today and there are times that like I'll have, you know, connection calls sometimes, you know, you hear them called coffee chats and sometimes you just have really really good ones and it inspired me to show up here today. Before I dig in, I do want to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the stolen land of the Susquehannock, Piscataway, Nantico people native to this area known as Maryland. So when I had this call, like it was someone that I met in a networking event recently, and I'm actually really, really grateful that the networking events that I've been exposed to and then have actually chosen to attend have in so many ways been the antithesis of what networking events used to be. It was very much like, well, what do you do? Oh, what do you do? And no, thank you. No thank you to these like forced play dates as adults and being able to actually kind of connect with people, not only just about what you do, but as a human and to let the part of you that is you show up like that's 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 just a huge piece for me. <laughs> Random example. Y'all may have heard me talk about it. I have something called jukebox brain. This is not diagnosed. There's no diagnoses. However, it is the thing where my brain loves to communicate in like pop culture references, songs, movies, like quotes, that kind of thing. And I was in an, um, an event and somebody said something about, 
um, too much. Oh no, that that's too much. And I was like, never too much like Luther Vandross. Like this is what I show up in the chat doing. This is what I do. And me feeling comfortable to do that reminds me that I'm in the right place. It lets me know that I am in good company, that I am, you know, commenting with people that I want to actually know more about. And it just reminded me that there really is this space of wanting to figure out how it is that you want to be in community, because I do believe that you know, I'm I'm noticing this. And again, this was what came up when I was in this connection call. This like, you know, do I like being in community with groups? Is it like just community with one person, you know, at a time? So there's this one-on-one connection. Is it that I really just need to be on my own and to figure it out and to let uh, my brain go through its process without being influenced by one or many? And I think having that level of awareness of yourself is very powerful or just knowing like, hey, I can do any of them, but I really prefer to do one over another. Or sometimes you just kind of are like, yeah, I can do it. And I have to figure out what does it mean to then go regroup on my own or whatever that is for you. The The interesting piece for me is that all of this really goes back to that that term of interdependence. Like, you know, how is that showing up? Because even if you're someone that I need to do some thinking or strategizing on my own, there's absolutely a point that you're going to be connecting with one or many others. And that's where that interdependence will show up. Because interdependence is something that when you utilize it as a base for how you operate in this world, and it's a choice, Not, oh, I have to deal with you because you're family or, oh, I have to deal with you because we are, we live in the same neighborhood or we work in the same building, whatever that is. When you choose it, there is something magical that can happen because now you are actively making a decision to interact with one another in a way that benefits the collective whole. It's not just how does this help me? Not just how does it help you? How does this help all of us? How does this present an opportunity that some people may not have known was possible? How can this begin to facilitate continued access and visibility and and changing the landscape when it comes to who you know and how that can shift the opportunities that are presenting themselves to you? There's so much power in being able to get clear on how it is that you like to be in community. Again, is it that you need to do your solo thing and then go connect with others? Is it that you really like being kind of one-on-one with people? Or do you do well in a group setting? And knowing that that's a place that you can begin to connect from a place of clarity and active choice being interdependent on one another, being a part of a unit. We're all interdependent on one another. We are all a part of a community, whether we realize or recognize it. And so being able to choose what that is for you in that moment, what is the capacity of it? That makes such a huge difference. It's not coming from obligation, not coming from need, It's not coming from scarcity. 
it's coming from a place of aligned values, a desire to be of support and service, a desire to be yourself and to connect with others doing the same, the opportunity and access to create an environment when we can flourish by being comfortable in our skin, having our needs met, and knowing that it is safe to do so. I had to just be, you know, let that marinate for a minute because that safety to do that is not widely enough available. And so every time that you connect with someone and you create a level of interdependence that benefits everyone involved and has ripple effects farther reaching than even that, that is a part of us behavior modeling what is possible when it comes to that safety of accessing community and the interdependence of it. Having that clarity on how it is that you want to be in community, how it is that you can then be interdependent on one another from a place of choice puts us in a position to facilitate every single piece that is a tenet, not only of diversity, equity, inclusion, or belonging, but also how they present themselves as the counterbalance objectives of white supremacy culture. White supremacy culture is something that we can't just completely get rid of it because if it was that simple, we'd have got rid of that shit a long time ago. Some people wouldn't. So let me say some people wouldn't, but I digress. It's not simple. You know, if it was that simple, there would be no need to do all of the programming and deprogramming and reprogramming needed to make those shifts. But when we can create a counterbalance, because we're still in this liminal space, like it doesn't just go away. This is one of the things that when um, Ishelle Lunar did their amazing decolonizing time workshop inside of the community, when we talked about the fact that you're trying to figure out how to do things differently while understanding you're still in it. That's why the counterbalance piece is so pivotal. It's understanding, hey, this is awful and I don't want any of it, but if it shows up, what can I do? What can I embody? What can I enact as my way of creating a counterbalance to what exists, what is currently in place and working as it was designed, which is not in support or service of me and my values and those that I value. So when we are a part of enacting those counterbalances, when we are actively in community and choosing to be interdependent in a way that provides support and connection and possibilities and an environment where safety is possible. We are creating threads to continue to create safety nets for when counterbalances are put in place necessary. And the unfortunate moment of like, even with this counterbalance, it still knocked me off my axis. Guess what? Those nets are there to catch you. Those threads created those safety nets for you. You can keep going. You won't fall in a way 
that you cannot continue to move forward. Community is a part of a safety net. Being interdependent on others and allowing them to be interdependent on you means that you are not alone. That helps to provide access to safety if you need it and you want it. I'm going to continue to dig into the counterbalances to white supremacy because I I feel like there's just a lot of space around it that for me has been kind of just laying itself out. I'm, I'm kind of in my head witnessing this tapestry weaving itself. In some beautiful ways, it's coming from people that have influenced me. So there will be hat tips to them. Similarly, the way that I did today to Ishelle Lunar, but it'll also be my way of trying to give you actions and thought processes and and mindsets and reframes that allow us to not only process white supremacy, but what else is, it needs to happen on the other side. What are the counterbalances that can be enacted as I am living in this liminal space to help me still be whole and to thoroughly and thoroughly enjoy, thoroughly, okay, fully and thoroughly enjoy this thing called life. As we are having this human experience, if we can enact counterbalances and safety nets that allow us to be present, to be supportive, to be interactive, to be in community. We can continue to do our own work. We can continue to do the work that supports those of us that we're around, but the benefits, many of which we may not be here to take part in, but they will be no less pivotal and necessary. That is why it is so necessary to be in community. That is exactly why Pause on the Play has its own community. This is exactly why the community is not just about business. It's not just about life. It is about connecting with people on a holistic landscape. We are allowing one another to show up exactly as we are in that moment to bring in, hey, I am trying to figure this out and I would love your context on this. Hey, I already know about this thing. Let me tell you about it. Or, hey, I'm just really struggling with this and I need to verbally process. Are you available to work through this with me? We support one another in being human. We support one another in community as we continue to navigate counterbalances and interdependence, not just as a random concept, but a way of life. And we don't do any of this alone. Everything you've heard me mention are cornerstones of why the community is so necessary and why I'm always humbled by it. And it probably sounds like, oh, she's just saying it. No, I swear I'm not. <laughs> it is humbling to know that people come in and find their people. They find a, a, a sense of comfortability in, in, in their selves, in their own skin, in their evolution, and knowing that The challenges that come with evolving and being and doing and thinking and feeling better, these aren't things that it's just you. We all have those moments. Is this just me? It's not. And it doesn't have to be you doing it on your own. We got you. So if you have curiosity about it, 
and you would like to partake in this type of community as you explore interdependence and counterbalances, we would love to have you in the room. You can visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash community and join us and we can have this conversation together. So every single time that you show up here, taking in these real conversations, whether I'm talking to you or I'm talking to my guests, India, my co-host, every single time that you're here. Thank you. Together, let's continue to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of our everyday exchanges because this is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. Crossing lines and recreating boundaries to support, not separate. Let's continue getting people to drop the veil while challenging their thoughts, feelings, actions, and state of being. So until the next time, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work creates the foundation for every action that you take, and then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?